everyone, and welcome back to Reflect Forward. I'm your host, Carrie Siggins, and I'm so happy you're here today. All right, today I want to talk about making it safe to speak up. This topic seems to be front and center these days, and I think it has to do with all of the discord happening in the world, and, and people are really speaking up. And I've been thinking a lot about it in the context of running my organization. Being an employee-owned company, part of our own it mindset, which is our set of, of values and, and leadership principles, is about keeping it real and speaking up, um, being responsible for understanding. And I feel like we've done a pretty good job of creating a safe space for people to speak up, but not everybody feels comfortable. Now, I will be the first one to admit that I have been guilty of putting too much emphasis on the delivery. Now, delivery of a message is really important. I always tell people that the world is about influence. Everybody wants to influence. Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to see their ideas and thoughts put into action. And to do that, it takes influence. And so often the message gets lost in the delivery. And I have given my team some tough feedback around delivery, saying that, wow, the way you said that, that was really harsh, or that was an inappropriate way to bring this up. Your message got lost in the delivery. And it has taken me a while to actually hear what was in the feedback because I was so bristled by the way it came out. Our organization takes a lot of time to deal with the emotional response, the triggers that uh, a poor delivery can cause and really get to the heart of the feedback and do something about it. But I've also been thinking a lot about how do we not get triggered? Because it's hard to speak up. It's hard to say tough things. And most people don't have the skills to do it really well. I mean, when do we learn how to give tough feedback? In fact, most of our life, we avoid it. We avoid giving it, we avoid getting it, uh, we deflect, and there is no class on how to be really great at delivering and receiving feedback. So I have taken it upon myself to care less about the delivery and really focus on the message. Now, again, that's not to be said that there isn't coaching that I still want to do and that we still should do as leaders with our team around that ability to influence. How do you frame your thoughts? How do you choose your words? How do you choose your tone? How do you choose your timing? Those are all really important things if you want to be heard and make a big impact through influence. But as leaders, we can also put aside our own biases, our own emotional responses to really hear that feedback. So that is something that I'm working on because of course, like any human, I have triggers too, just like you do. And uh, we can get bristled or rubbed the wrong way and really focus on that instead of the words that are being said, the feedback that we might be being given. And that's what's really important is to hear, to truly listen and to lead by example, showing that you can take tough feedback and handle it with grace, even if the delivery was not so smooth. So that's my tip for today. Allow people to speak up, ask people's opinion, go seek ideas. It's amazing what can happen when you just ask. 
I'll give you two examples. So I was just um, at my husband's business uh, this morning and it is a little bit stressful. We're getting ready to buy another company and my husband is stressed to the max. And when he is stressed, it shows up in a very amped up way. It's not always smooth. <laughs> he got upset with some mistakes that a couple of employees had made and came down pretty hard on them. And I went over this morning to check on them to see how I could help. And one of the things that his teammate said was, when he gets like that, I don't feel safe saying what's on my mind. He isn't in the mood to listen. And it seems like it's gonna just make him more upset. And I don't wanna do that when he's already upset. And so that was really good insight, right? So as leaders, we need to remain cool, calm, and collected, which is going to be my question uh, of the episode. So hold tight for more information on that one. But the way that we show up, our body language, our tone, if we're amped up, really sets the stage. So if you want to really get good, good feedback and have your team speak up, which you should because you get all kinds of amazing insight and ideas that you don't have as a leader, you need to remain calm. You need to remain cool. And if you do get upset about something, you need to go back and apologize and say, I'm sorry for, for getting upset and raising my voice. I really want to understand how that impacted you. And I want to hear your ideas on how to make things better. It's amazing what people will do when you stay calm and ask questions. The second piece of that is ask questions. I would never have gotten that information if I wouldn't have gone over and talked to, uh, to these two people. And I got all kinds of insight that could help coach my husband. I do the same thing within Stone Age. I want people to speak up, but it's not just going to happen unless I go seek it. So I have town halls. I look for reasons to call people. I pay attention to the words people use on a Zoom meeting and what they're facial expressions look like so that if I pick up something that is a little bit off, I can call or go see them and say, Hey, you know, this seemed a little, you seemed a little bit upset or off. And I just wanted to dig in what's going on. And people will tell you most of the time, if you ask, not all the time, but most of the time, if you ask, then the third thing that I would suggest doing is take action. When people speak up, the best way for them to know that they've been heard and to be willing to do it the next time is when you show that you heard them by taking action. So another example of this just happening recently, uh, I am trying to simplify our strategic plan. So it's really crystal clear for every person on the Stone Age team to understand how they're tied to the strategy. And this takes the ability to take a complex set of decisions uh, and turn it into a simple way to discuss, here's our roadmap, here are the decisions that we're making, here are the goals, and doing these things are going to help us achieve our vision. My HR manager who runs our audit committee, which is our culture committee, uh, she had just been talking to this group of, uh, of employee owners saying that I was going to share a simplified version of our strategic plan. And they gave some great feedback. And she sent that to me and it was amazing. It was exactly what I needed. These were a couple of the missing pieces of how do I take something that's complex, something that I understand really well 
and make it relatable and understandable to people who don't live and breathe it, at least from my perspective, right? Every employee should be living and breathing the strategy, but they don't think about it in that context, even though I'm trying to get my team to do that. So anyway, I decided that I was going to incorporate that feedback into my presentation at the company meeting and it was really well received. And I asked that team to send me feedback on the, the newly revised format for our strategic plan and tell me what they thought. And they gave me great feedback and even more tips to be able to tweak it. Like, hey, we need to understand the why of some of these decisions. Why, what are the trade-offs? Can you go into that? So now I'm going to do that at the next company meeting. And one of the pieces of feedback that came out of this was, I so appreciate that KP, that's my nickname, by the way, uh, KP took our feedback and incorporated it in the company meeting the next week after we gave that feedback, I really felt heard. So that's a good example of taking action where someone isn't afraid to speak up. Now, that's not a high risk thing to speak up on, but it's still feedback to the CEO, which is not easy to do. So I was really pleased with how fast I was able to incorporate the, incorporate the feedback so they could see that I had heard them and implemented it real time. And so those are my three tips. Stay cool, calm, and collected. It's always easier to talk to somebody who isn't emotionally charged. Two, ask really good questions. A lot of people will speak up, but only when asked. And three, take action when you get people to give you their thoughts, to show that you care, that you're listening, and that their voice matters. So I hope that uh, that helps today. And now it goes on to my question of the day, which comes from one of my awesome employees who's worked for me for a really long time. And she said, hey, Carrie, I see that you are talking a lot about being cool, calm, and collected, and it's noticeable at work. And I wanted to understand what you do to keep yourself from getting amped up. So this has been something that I've been working on a lot over the, this past year, year and a half. I have had to overcome some major challenges over the past year and a half, many of them self-induced, as most of them are. And I really had the opportunity, especially in COVID, to think about how I want to react or how I want to respond. And I have decided that when I'm cool, calm, and collected, I make way better decisions. I'm more rational. I'm easier to talk to. And I feel better because I don't have that rush of fight or flight hormones that run through your body when you get upset about something or annoyed at something or frustrated at something. And I also noticed that I'm much more in the flow uh, than when I feel like I'm resisting or working against something. And being in the flow is something that's really important to me. When I'm in the flow, really good things happen. So my mantra has been cool, calm, and collected. And I have been trying to show up this way in all of my meetings and all of my interactions with my team. So when I hear about problems within the company or if I'm dealing with an employee issue, when something isn't going the way that I like and it makes me frustrated, I think about it like this. How do I want this person to feel when they walk away from me, which is usually positive, feeling empowered, like they can 
make a difference and that they can go fix that problem on their own and that the experience was a good one and that they would come back and talk to me again and hopefully reducing that fear and intimidation of coming and talking to the CEO. So I have been trying to just not let things bother me. And I've been doing that by taking the big picture view. So whereas before, maybe I would get super focused on a tiny issue and the ramification of that issue. Now I step back and say, how is this playing to the big picture? And does it really matter? And that ability to step back and think about my goals, think about the outcome that I want, think about again, how people are going to feel after they're done talking to me has helped ground me in that moment to remain calm, even if it's a tough issue that I'm facing, even if I am annoyed or frustrated um, about what's going on, it just doesn't matter. As a leader, you've got to have emotional management. You have to be able to control your emotions because it goes back to what I was talking about earlier. It makes it safe for people to come and talk to you. It makes people feel like you are level-headed and rational and, and able to make solid decisions in the face of adversity or in the face of a challenge. So I take a deep breath. I think about the outcome I want. I think about my goals. I think about the way I want people to feel. And then I think about the way that I want to feel. I want to go home not feeling frustrated. I want to feel like I can handle the pressure of being a leader, of being a CEO. And the only way that I can feel that way is if I actually do it. So I have to just calm down. Another tip is get exercise. When I get frustrated or feel my, my temperature rising, I go out for a walk. I just got a new puppy a couple of months ago. His name is Johnny Hendricks, Australian Labradoodle. And oh my God, he's so ridiculously cute. And I take him outside for a quick walk whenever I just need to like get away, to decompress, to make sure that I can stay cool, calm, and collected. And it's amazing how much that helps. Just stepping away, getting outside and getting some fresh air, is a game changer when you're feeling amped up. And the last thing I'll say about this, and you can tell I'm passionate about it, is I've also been waiting to have conversations and letting things unfold. So part of my style is, well, I'm a problem solver and I want to address problems immediately. But it's amazing how many things can work themselves out without intervention if you just give it a little bit of time or you give a little bit of coaching rather than uh, fixing. And so the, an example of this recently, we are working on our back to work plan and it's very emotional for people. We're going from many of us working from home to how are we gonna be back in the office and people's lives have dramatically changed. And I understand that it's going to take a little while to, to re-enter into what the new normal looks like. And we had an employee who had a really negative outburst via an email about the plan um, that his manager was making. And I read the email and I was pretty disappointed at the delivery. But again, I'm working on not worrying about the delivery. What's in the message? I did a little bit of coaching and, and then I said, I'm going to see the, how this unfolds and I'm not going to step in and get involved. And I can advise, I can remain cool, calm and collected and I can see what happens. And this issue just naturally unfolded and it worked itself out. The manager involved really stepped up and did a fantastic job without my intervention. 
And I wasn't upset about any of it. It was not a surprise to me that I were going to have upset people. How are we going to handle it? How are we going to stay cool, calm, and collected as we work through the myriad of issues that are going to arise, the myriad of emotions that are going to come up as we go back into this new normal of being back on campus, at least part of the time. All right, so that was a lot. Uh, I hope that was useful for you. Those are the things that have been on my mind lately. I appreciate you listening. Please give me feedback on how you like these sessions, if they're useful for you, or if you have a question that you want me to address on a podcast, I'm happy to do that. And if you like this podcast, please like it, subscribe to it, rate it, write a review. That's always very helpful for people who podcast. So thank you so much. Have a great day. And I look forward to hosting you on the next episode of Reflect Forward.